Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and Mark Immelman is here to talk me through everything we saw on a very sloppy, soggy Friday at TPC Potomac. Hey, Mark. How's it, Rick? I would say (laughs) the one thing we saw was a miracle. We're about to get a full day's golf in because, man... It started raining, and then it just rained, and then it rained some more, and then it abated for a little while, and that's when I got on the golf course because I'm not kind of working today. I work tomorrow. And so Frank Nobolo and I went out on the course and checked it out, and the golf course is holding up surprisingly well. But the thing about this place, it sort of weaves through valleys, and so the drainage, even though a lot of holes are low-lying, there are a lot of areas where the water can funnel off too. But Suffice to say, it is wet right now, and it's borderline miraculous that we're getting in as much golf Friday as what we are. I I can't believe it, honestly, although the greens especially looked like they were holding up all day long. Even when we saw puddling in the fairways early on Friday, the greens uh, still very, very sharp. And uh, Mark, I mean, we're we're not out of the woods yet in terms of rain, right? I think Saturday morning there's going to be potentially more rain. I know they've pushed the tee times to like – First and 10T going off, I think, at 10.45 a.m. local. So we're, we're playing the, the radar game for a bit. Yeah, they are. Um, we caught up with Peter Dachison, one of the PGA Tour rules officials, a little bit out on course today, and he spoke of what we saw. It was a lot of rain early, a little window where it was just misty and gloomy and sort of cold, um, and then this late burst. And then there's some more thunderstorms, funnily enough, uh, um, forecast for tonight, which is odd because the temperature's down there right now. I'd say we're sort of in the late 50s, early 60s. Tomorrow, the temperature's not supposed to creep out of the 40s very much, and Sunday's more of the same and a whole lot of rain. So it's going to be touch and go. Um, but if it stays as it is, which it kind of looks like it was just the thunderstorms for Friday nights, then we might be okay because it's proved today that you can just play if it's rain. It's uncomfortable, but the guys can still go. It's the electricity that becomes the issue. The man at the top of the leaderboard, a familiar name, Jason Day, follows up his Thursday 63 with a Friday 67. Mark, two blemishes on the card, 14 and 17, but otherwise was awesome. Just more of the same from Jay Day, who doesn't care about the wrong end of the draw. He got the wrong end of the draw and uh, still out front by, as of right now, three shots. Yeah, well, look, he's been doing great work to me, and I spoke with him a little bit because I'm loving where the golf swing is right now. It's a lot more rotary. He's got his legs a lot more underneath him. He's putting a lot less stress on his back, and and the shape he used to lose through impact where his pelvis would push underneath him, a lot of side tilt and a lot of hand action going on. That's essentially going away, and and if you watch Jason Day right now, He was always a guy that hit the ball a mile in the air, as high as anyone in the game. But right now, he's hitting some off-speed shots, flatting the ball some. 
It's hit hard, don't get me wrong, but into cutoff follow through. So he's creating a little bit more. And look, you 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 said he's, he's Jason Day. Uh, Jason Day is a former world's number one golfer, major champion, players champion. The guy's won basically everything. And he's had success up here in the Northeast before because uh, the way he rolls it on these perfect Bermuda greens, he's going to have a field time of it. So hitting the thing great, feeling healthy, feeling strong, has been able to practice because the new action puts less strain on the body. Right now, and I mentioned this to uh, a friend and a colleague this morning, that if Jason Day was a stock, I would be really buying. Um, I said so at the American Express event earlier this year, and we're starting to see more and more traction uh, in, in the work he's done with Chris Como. He's three clear of the chase pack right now. Denny McCarthy could spoil that. He could get a little bit closer. The last time, Mark, that Jason Day had a three-shot lead at the halfway point, that 2016 Players' Championship, that's what you were referencing. He would go on to win that by four strokes. That's the last time we've seen it. It's been six years. That Players' Championship, though, it was hot. It was dry. The golf course was like a it was like a bowling alley. It was so firm. I mean, they were bouncing nine-hands and having those things run like 20 yards on the ground. So it's a completely different challenge. Uh, but – he can close because that day at Sawgrass, look, it's a demanding golf course at the best of times. But if it gets to playing fast, all those sharp edges, you know, they can uh, come into play a whole lot quicker because the ball's rolling on the ground. And he navigated that Saturday afternoon. I remember having his group was 73, which was a good day. It was that crazy day that Ken Duke shot 65, which is still laughable in my opinion because he lapped the field by a, a stretch. Um, but Jason showed then that he could sort of play with a lead and he could do what he needed to do. Now, who knows what tomorrow holds because it's so hard to handicap. We know there's going to be rain and certain players thrive in that stuff. We know the ball's sticking where it's landing, so the course is going to play longer. But that being said, the course gets wider and wider the, the, the more damp the place is because the ball doesn't roll out. So I'm not too sure, Rick, if it's going to be like a birdie fest where guys are going to get after it. I'm more inclined to go... It's going to be a war of attrition because this rough is punitive. Now it's wet and the course is long. Um, so I would expect that if he continues to hit the ball like he is, just in the fairway on the green putt well, you know, he's going to uh, pose a pretty formidable challenge for every, anyone to run down. Max Home is going to try. Three shots back, 67-66. And I'll tell you what, Mark, for a... Southern California kid, he looks pretty at home in the rain. I, I was pretty impressed with with what he did on Friday. Didn't you know the conditions were annoying? You could see Caddy and player just trying to keep everything dry. Didn't seem all that bothered by it. Started his rounds on the back nine. He eagled number ten, and he never really stopped. It was it was a very impressive round of sixty six. It truly was, but he's becoming that sort of a player. In fact, uh, mere culpa, I guess. <laughs> I called my announce colleague Colt Nost out earlier this year because, you know, Colt says some stuff, you know. <laughs> and and he said on the air, it was a radio show, it wasn't our uh, network show. He's like, all right, here's my bold call. Max Homer wins a major championship this year. Now, they played the same golf course out there in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So Colt has the insider track. And I was like, come on, man. And um, But I'm watching more and more how Max Homer is becoming that sort of a player. He's a very reliable ball striker. He's a functional putter. He puts the ball well. He's got wonderful touch. But the thing about him is, you know, everyone 
thinks of Max Homer and they think of the Twitter personality, the guy who roasts swings and sort of sends out funny tweets and videos and stuff. But on the golf course, he is not that guy. On the golf course, it is head down. It is grind. It is really digging into his craft and getting the most out of himself. And you've seen that here over recent months in his work with Mark Blackburn, where they've sort of retooled the swing a little bit to become something that fits Mac's body type a little bit more, something he can do more under pressure. And you can see how he's bitten into the task. So he's not this laissez-faire, free-flowing, just-have-fun sort of a dude. When he's got a golf club in his hands and he's between the ropes, he is a dogged competitor. And so I'm not that surprised whatsoever on a venue like this. Because think of where he's won. He's won Riviera. He's won Quail Hollow. Now, these are major championship venues, right? And this one, Avenel, uh, TPC Potomac, is, is very much the same, just the way it plays. So I'm not really that surprised um, to, to, to see him contending. He was playing alongside Jason Day, too, which is sort of helpful because they were dragging themselves along, kind of uh, drafting off each other. So uh, he, he'll be around the block, and, and I expect, and I hate, I hate, to give Colt a nod, but uh, I'd expect to see Max Homer around the place a little bit more as the seasons progress. Yeah, the uh, advanced metrics are beginning to really love him as well. He's becoming one of those uh, advanced metrics darlings. Um, Mark, I, I, I'm i trying to stall here to see what Rory McIlroy does on 18, and I want to talk about uh, the odds to win this Wells Fargo championship. So we'll continue this conversation after a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there, and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order, plus free shipping. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for for our listeners. Uh, First-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash first. Again, 
Not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out, viore.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. And we're back. Rory McIlroy, the favorite to win the Wells Fargo Championship, Mark, is uh, flirting with the cut line. He is currently at even par. That'll be the number. And he is playing his final hole today, number 18, right now. He's sitting in the middle of the fairway. He's got to make par to make the weekend. I don't know how it's going to finish yet, but I know that Rory did not drive the ball well on Friday, uh, struggled to get any real momentum going in the positive direction, and he is one loose shot away from from not playing on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I feel for Rory. Uh, you referenced a little earlier about you know the better side of the draw and the guys who went early yesterday and late today to me, definitely got the worst side of it because the the lowest scoring for the field came yesterday afternoon. I'm not sure why that was the case. Uh, and then certainly this morning, uh, the, there was some, some heavy rain on the go, but it's been more rain this afternoon and certainly cooler temperatures. So it's been a little harder to score, and I'm sure the scoring uh, will, will, will bear that out. But for McElroy, you know, the guy I saw yesterday was – that was just incredible. It was fun to watch. He was moving the trajectories trajectories around. He shot three under, which was a really sound day, you know, going out there. And I felt like, you know, apart from the misstep with the tee shot on the, f- the third hole, I think it was his 12th, we made double. It was really, really solid. Could have shot like five under. So I was expecting him to sort of kick that on a little bit. But it was tough to be on the wrong side of the draw because – you know, if you start to miss a few shots and then the rain's falling and your hands are getting wet and the towel's wet and you're just getting aggravated at some and then you're so reliant on the caddy, you can't really go. And then because of all the water, the pace of play is just grinded to a halt, Rick. And Rory likes to go. And so I'm all these things to me sort of conspired against him. Now, I'm not trying to be like the, the Rory, you know, apologist. But certainly the way he was playing yesterday and the guy is today, I feel like it's more than just the golf swing not operating. I feel like the conditions and the pace of play had something to say uh, in what's going on right now. Well, the plot thickens, Mark, because he is in the greenside bunker in two. He's going to have to get up and down for par to find the weekend. And I will now note Rory McIlroy is the fans one and done, Mark. Obviously, I want to see Rory play the weekend. I, everybody does. I want to see him come back and win. It'd be amazing. But uh, $1.6 million up top, I, 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 you know, listen, Rory's going to have plenty of chances. I don't think we need him this week. <laughs> yeah, to our preview show, fans and the one and done thing. I, I know there were a few irate folks there in, in the chat going, well, why did we do this kind of thing? And, and I was quite content to let them have a go. Um I feel like Rory's game is certainly trending. I, I I would really like to have a close look at him at Southern Hills because it's such a hitter's place. The weather will be warm. You know, the ball will start going. Um, but still, you know, McElroy is the kind of guy you say for big money events. You know, you know me. I always hold him to one of the playoff events because he seems to really shine that time of the year. So uh, I, I'm content with my Keegan Bradley. If Rory misses the cut, I'll be disappointed because I did pick him to win this week because I liked where everything was going and I still do um, but the fans I'm not going to be sad at all if he misses just because of you guys 
Uh, well, if we pull up the odds board, uh, according to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, Rory McElroy is not even the shortest Rory on the board. That belongs to Sabatini, 80 to 1, McElroy, 100 to 1. But closer to the top mark are the names that we've been discussing Jason Day, plus 175, Max Homa, plus 550, Denny McCarthy, still out on the golf course, three shots back. He's 10 to 1. Is this the type of kind of weather and golf course that could potentially? allow for someone even further down the board maybe a Terrell Hatton at 25 to one who's currently six shots back mark are those golfers still still more in play based on what we've seen this week yeah I would think so I, I we've still got 36 holes left and this is a demanding golf course even when the weather's dry and the golf course is playing as it should but these conditions man it's cold you lose feel in your fingers the ball doesn't travel as far there's the frustration factor. I got off the golf course today, man, and I was in a cart some as we were doing the golf course reconnaissance, and my feet were frozen, and my toes were damp from all of the moisture, and I'm wearing, like, decent golf shoes. So they're just grueling rounds of golf where if you get on the wrong side of things a few times and you drive the ball in the rough a little bit, it's very, very hard to scratch out pars and birdies. So yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised if someone chases them down. I'd be... I'd make a more informed call, I would say, tomorrow after if I knew what was happening tomorrow evening, you know, after the third round, if we get it in. But right now, it's open season. You know, just the day has the lead, you would think he's the favorite. But that number you gave me, that's some pretty short odds for someone that's still got 36 holes to go. Yeah, plus 175, very short. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick still has my attention at 18 to 1, someone who can kind of get around here. Uh, I can confirm, Mark. The result of Rory McIlroy's six foot eleven inch putt for par <laughs> to make the cut was successful. He made par, and he will be around for the weekend. How about that? A seven footer with 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 the cut number on the on the on the line. Rory rolls it in. I I I'm not Nostradamus by any stretch of the imagination, but I do know golf, right? And uh, I'm, I'm thankful to you, Rick, that you will back up some of my observations with with, with data. And the, the the stuff I'm seeing out of Rory right now is really good. Uh, and there's there's something percolating there, underneath. And I mean, he had some shots yesterday. There was a four iron that I actually reached out to producer Jacob. I'm like Jacob. You need to find that and clip it to me and send it to me because I'm going to broadcast this thing everywhere. It was a four iron on the par three. He whipped straight over the flag from like 220. And I was like, sweet Jesus, this is biblical. Um, and, and and that's sort of who he is. And I'm seeing it happen more and more and more. And I know I made the comment about the fact that he's hitting the ball hole high. If you're watching some of PGA Tour Live, you'll see that. He, he might not be hitting it close all of the time, but he's hitting the ball the right Distance, And when you're hitting the ball the right distance at this level of the game, uh, you, you're likely going to have a lot of success. And so I feel like stuff is trending. Yeah, I and I agree with you. Uh, I think he's I think he's on to something. I think he's brewing and we'll see how it goes on the weekend. Probably won't win the Wells Fargo championship, but somebody will. And when that final putt drops on Sunday, we'll be here to break it all down. Big thanks to producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Mark Immelman, you can find on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.